You're tuned in to Business, Faith, and Family with entrepreneur, author, and friend, your BFF host, Christina Harris. She has a wealth of knowledge, but more importantly, brings to you the love of God. She's authentic and transparent. Get ready to be blessed. Your life coach is here on the BFF Show. Hey everybody, it's your girl Christina Harris on Business, Faith, and Family, the BFF show. And today we're going to talk about how to forgive. You know, I find myself at times having moments of forgiveness and having peace followed behind that forgiveness. But then there's times in all transparency where I feel like unforgiveness begins to succeed again and the person I was relinquished from the forgiveness so today I want to talk about how to develop a forgiving spirit opposed to simply an act of forgiveness and surely I'll tell you the difference a forgiving spirit is when you continuously remember the word continuously mean never ending continuously forgive people for their offenses against you of course that's easier said than done however Christ came to forgive us and he has a continuing spirit of forgiveness towards us how is it every day we wake up or before we go to bed whichever one you do and we can simply ask God to forgive us for all of our sins and he just casts our sins away from us and away from him so that's the example the definition of one who has a forgiving spirit and that's the will of God for all of our lives to give grace to others more promptly more quickly more completely just the same way he does for us so again we're gonna sit here we're gonna talk about forgiveness and the first thing I want to go over is just a brief definition. And the definition of forgiveness is the act or process. And Lord knows it's a process. But it says the action, rather, the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. You know, too often we also look at how other people has have done us wrong. How other people have mistreated us, abused us, taken advantage of us. And we shine a light there so much so that we don't dim the light in our own hearts and see how we may have done the same thing at some point to other people, you know. So I encourage you to be equally divided, I'll say, in your analysis of the forgiveness and also being forgiving. And as I said, it's a process first before it becomes an act. It says completely letting go of all the things beyond your control. And last it says forgiveness is not forgetting but dealing with it properly and in a healthy manner for your sake. You know I remember as I when I first started off this message I said there will be seasons in my life where I would for forgive and I'll say God I forgive and I'll feel some level of peace and I feel good but only then when you see the person that offended you 
or violated you, all of that begins to come back up. And I like to think it's because we didn't properly process, properly deal with, in a healthy manner, the forgiveness. We simply repressed it. But everything that goes down come up and rise up to the surface sometimes. And all it needs is a little bit of, you know, um, all it takes is a, a, a visit, a call, a text. Someone mentioned the name of a person. You know, so we have to make sure that we are properly forgiving and um, handling the forgiveness. And the main reason that we can forgive is because we have the Holy Spirit who teaches us to be like God and be people who constantly forgive each other for the shortcomings because that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's shortcomings. Here I have, there's different levels of forgiveness. You know, when you are a parent or a caregiver or, or family upbringing, you know, um, there were people who probably violated you, abused you, someone that you were in their care. You know, there could have been someone who sexually assaulted you or, you know, a, a spouse who cheated on you or, or a best friend who betrayed you. You know, someone that you didn't even know that you probably, you know, that probably cut you off on the road and disrespected you or, or something like that. But either way, we have to understand that the quicker you forgive, the cleaner, the lighter you are because you're not carrying the many bags of unforgiveness. You know, I love, I absolutely love the story of Joseph. I love the story of Joseph because it shows Joseph being one to have a spirit of forgiveness. You know, he went from being the favorite son to sold into slavery. The favorite slave to being imprisoned on false accusations. The favorite jailer to the forgotten by, by the butler. And he went from having attained a high position in Egypt to being tested of his forgiveness now. Because now he's faced... When he's seen his brothers coming up in that line, you know, the same people who betrayed him. When he's seen his brothers coming up in that line and now he's in a position where he can rule over, reign over. He's in control. He was tested. His forgiveness after all those years, it probably was out of mind, out of sight a little bit, you know. And he probably prayed to God and said, you know, I forgive my brother. But when he's my brothers, but when he's seen them in that line, I'm pretty sure it provoked the same emotions you and I have at times. You're standing before your offender, your accuser, your violator, your abuser. And you're having to deal with the emotions all again, all over again. So yes, that's why we say that forgiveness is a process. But guess who can help you with that process? And you know, God is so good that he allowed Joseph to experience forgiveness. And even though he was tested to see how he would act, 
you know, once he was in that position where now he's in control of their fate, you know, what he would do with it. Sometimes God will certainly do that to us. He will see how you will steward over a thing. All right. So another thing we're going to talk about is how does forgiveness benefit you? You know, forgiveness brings the forgiver peace of mind and free him or her from the corrosive anger, hurt, and bitterness. I said corrosive because that's what it is. It eats at you. It deteriorates, you know, um, and sometimes it's a spontaneous combustion. So we have to understand that forgiveness benefits us more than it does the person. And if you have someone in your life that you're able to forgive, release them from the unforgiveness. You know, let them know that I forgive you and they don't have to feel guilt or shame and um, condemnation for what they did to you. And I promise you that God will, he's close to the brokenhearted. He's seen everything that you've encountered, every tear, every everything that you've gone through and God is saying I will give you double for your trouble I'm close to you I'm as close as a a mother is to you I'm your mother and your father you know and um, it says here being mad at someone is not going to change them but it should change you what does that mean you know too often we think by us holding on to the unforgiveness, it gives us now the authority and the power we feel like we lost by being violated in whichever way. But that's a false sense of power that will, like I said, eat you up. They're not going to lose any sleep over it, but we do. So that's why it's so important to um, forgive so that it benefits you. And as I said here, sometimes you have to give your past a proper burial. You know, back in the day, I love watching those movies that's back in the day. They, it was very ritualistic how they handled their, um, their deceased. And a proper burial was very important in um, history. But we have to do the same thing with the unforgiveness in our past. The importance of a person having a proper burial was of value, was of respect and dignified. But your past can still be a part of you. It's a, it's a dead part of you that is becoming more cancerous. That has to be cut out and given a proper burial. So that again, we talk about properly processing the unforgiveness. And sometimes it has to bring it up only to lay it down gracefully. You know, rep repression um, is not always so healthy. It's not always so healthy. So sometimes you may have to go to a counselor. Get it all out. Be free from just carrying the weight. But also have someone who could come alongside of you to help you lay it down. As I said, you know. Um, we live in a fallen world. And the reality is, is people are going to mess up. Because guess what? We mess up too. We can't escape getting hurt. Offended, misunderstood, lied to, rejected, abused. Those things may just, it just comes with the, the curse on the land. Now you can be wise by no means am I saying for you to 
lack wisdom. The Bible says, in all you're getting, get wisdom. Ask God for wisdom and he'll give it to you generously. So, don't continue to allow people to hurt you, abuse you, mistreat you, take advantage of you. You know, ask God to give you the strength to um, come up out of that brokenness and to begin to get healed and experience the wholeness that's only in Christ. So, if we keep on holding on to um, unforgiveness over the person's head, you know, God sees that. And I thank God he doesn't do that for us. And sometimes we'll keep bringing it up. I, I know there were times in my marriage where um, I would constantly bring up the offense. But it was a way of me controlling the person, controlling the emotion of the person. You know, and it wasn't a healthy thing to do. But just as much as I felt like I needed to control that person by constantly bringing up the offense, guess what it was doing to me too? It was reopening the wounds. Now I'm having to go through the emotion all over again. All over again. You know, and I know it's times where we want the person, the, the one who hurts us, to realize um, how we feel and to understand how we feel. But continuing to hold it over their head and lording over them with the unforgiveness, kind of dangling it in their face, I'll say, um, is not a healthy way of processing it and it's not healthy for us. And I always say never allow your actions to dictate your next move. You know, he cheated on you, so now you're going to go cheat on him. You know, he stole from you, now you're going to go be vindictive and do something that's going to hurt him. Never allow anyone else's actions to dictate your next move, all right? Now we're going to get into how do you forgive? How do you forgive? Acknowledge, you have to acknowledge what has truly happened. You don't want to be naive. You don't want to um, downplay what happened. You have to acknowledge and accept the offense. Now, when I say accept the offense, there's some things that happen that just should not happen. When a child is violated, it should not happen by any means. So that is an offense that you don't accept. However, you accept that it had happened to you. And when I say you don't accept it, meaning you don't take that in as if it's your fault. You know, you don't take it in as if it's your fault because that was unfortunate and that don't belong on your lap as a responsibility or that you did something wrong. Sometimes that come sometimes the thing that comes with abuse is feeling like it was our fault. We are the reason why that happened to us. And that's not always the case. Alright? So you have to just accept that it happened to you. Come into that reality. So that way you don't deny that it happened or repress or gloss over the seriousness of the offense. You know, the Bible says confess your sins to one another. You know, um, so that you are healed. So, you know, I, I am one that constantly advocate for mental health, you know, getting help, because a lot of times we just simply need someone to talk to, vent to, who has an unbiased perspective and who doesn't have their own motives, you know, hopefully, and 
where we can feel safe, not judged or um, made to feel like we are abnormal or different in any way, shape, or form. So that's why it's so important to get the help you need. God gives, has given us different gifts and skills and talents down here. For some, he's given the ability to understand the psychology of, the, of man. For some, he's given the ability to understand, you know, Scientology and mathematics and things like that. Those are all great revelations that God has allowed us to understand for the sake of helping someone else. Everything that God has blessed us with, whether that's your gift skills, talents, knowledge, wisdom, is always for someone else. Always for someone else. And remember, we are made of spiritual and natural components all right you are naturally in this flesh but you are also made of spirit so when you don't forgive spiritually it will affect your body in the natural and vice versa you know um the biggest challenge that people a lot of people have is they say they can't forgive I just, I just can't forgive that person for what they did. I will never forgive that person for what they did. But, you know, it's always interesting how we see the stories of, you know, the mass murderer who goes and shoot up an Amish school. And then the next day you see the same people who's hurt by this hideous act praying for the, the victims of the family or, or the victims of the um, shooter you know and God moving through them so much so that they trust that God will handle how they feel but they are obedient to the Word of God which says to quickly forgive I love when the Bible says before you put your sacrifice on the altar go and make that thing right with your brethren that's more important to God than a sacrifice, you know, because relationships are extremely important to God. Reconciliation, you know, now there are some people that, hey, God delivered you from, you may not want to go back, all right? But there are some relationships that the enemy has caused division and confusion and a separation, and God is wanting you to decrease your pride and become humble and ask for forgiveness or forgive and reconcile that thing. And most times when you come into a new reconciled relationship, you appreciate it so much more. Because now you know what it feels like to have lost that relationship that was once valuable to you. So, as I said, we talked about forgiveness today. I pray, I absolutely pray that God helps you to forgive. Helps you to understand the full ministry of forgiveness because that's exactly what it is when Christ had come to die for us it was all for forgiveness so for not the smallest of a second don't ever forget that forgiveness is so important to God and somebody hey over the years we have all been branded stamped it with with hurts and bitterness and anger or rage but just because you've been stamped it or someone, you know, put that hot rod on you to brand you does not mean that you are that label. You don't have to be the person of rage and bitterness and resentment. 
You are a new creature in Christ. God has given you his last name, all right? So you are an adopted child of God. You're forgiven, you're loved, and you have to know what your identity in Christ is. You know, rest that God loves you and he forgives you. And you don't want anything in the way of your relationship with God, not even forgiveness, unforgiveness. Thank you for your time. Make sure you check out the next episode. God bless you all. To stay in touch with your BFF, get her latest book, or to watch episodes of the show, go to BFFlive.com or follow her on all your favorite social media sites like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under BFF Host. If you'd like to book her for your next event or for direct coaching sessions, email Christina at BFFhost at gmail.com.